When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. Like what we break down every single week. I'm serious. Go back and listen to our previous episodes. Every week, we talk about betting the Super Bowl. That's all we talk about. We're going to spend a lot of money. We're going to bet overs and unders and yards and all that stuff. Yeah, our first like six months of episodes don't really work because we don't know who's in the Super Bowl yet. But like we bet on odds. So it, it yeah, works perfect. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody, anybody who knows me knows I love sports. So. Ron loves sports. Sports, sports, sports. Now, of course, we're going to talk about Marvel stuff. That is the name of our podcast. This is the Marvel Stuff Podcast. I'm Coach. With me, as always. Josh Kennedy from Facebook. And joining us every other week. Ron. Ron. We love Ron. Glad to have you on, buddy. Uh, We got a little bit of Marvel news to cover. Some fun stuff. A little different than normal, finally. Having something to talk about. But we do have a fun little uh, conversation game for you guys at the end. So, Stay tuned for that. But I say we jump in the news and notes first, right? I agree. It's a good call. Um, I think the the first one I want to hit is the Netflix shows are uh, leaving Netflix. So all the Marvel characters, Luke Cage, Daredevil, Punisher. Punisher, Jessica Jones. I guess what? Six or seven of them or whatever. Uh, I'm a little bummed. I've been re-watching Daredevil even before the new Spider-Man movie came out, but I've been rewatching them. So now I got to be like, okay, I got to write down what episode I'm on so I can continue rewatching later. I don't know where they're going though. That'd be nice to know. Yep, I think that's the key. I don't. I just as long as I can still watch them somewhere that I already pay for, that would be exactly. Ideal. I would be, it be like Showtime or something stupid. <laughs> like no one has. Boo boo. So, so annoying. I think yep. the general consensus is that it might end up on Disney, but since they're not canon, and you have to still buy the rights if you're Disney because you don't actually own the rights to the show. Yeah, they may or may not. Who really knows? Yeah, we'll see. Probably go to the highest bidder. Let's just assume it'll be Disney and ABC. Uh, Ron, you were bringing up an interesting point before we got on that it could be Hulu, which is also owned by Disney. Yeah, I, I think Disney will want to own them just because it'd be weird. I think for them to have, you know, Charlie Cox running around in some shows that are from the past when they're trying to use him in movies now. And so I think I, I could see them wanting to retain control. And if they're worried about the whole Disney Plus of it all, Hulu's a great spot. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but what they could do is the Disney thing. They have some X Men movies on there that are and Fantastic Four movies that are called like Marvel Legacy films. So they have like Evan Peters, Quicksilver, who is also yeah. in One Division. So they could I go just about from it like that a way like a rating standpoint. The shows are very much more kind of R rated. Yeah. Um, and so a... I think if they want if they want to keep Disney Plus PG thirteen, they could put it on Hulu and not have to worry about it. I you think know what, like... Ron? That. Josh, you can finish first. because Yeah, I was going to say, they're making major moves. I think they are making a new uh, portion of Disney+. Plus. It's going to be rated M content, if I remember right. I've read on this, but there's no confirmation of when that's happening. So you very well could be right that it goes to Hulu first and maybe moves later. Well, if you're to believe Kevin Knight, it'll happen with Moon Knight. Um, He has said that it's going to be a tonal shift for the MCU, that it will be... He is very loud and very brutal, he said, (laughs) and he... He said a bunch of stuff about how, you know, it's not the movies, so you don't have to worry about box office and, you know, 
people being allowed to watch, whereas like TV, there's no really way to regulate it. So you get the whole audience anyway. So he said it's going to be no holds bar. Um, so don't be surprised if this feels similar. Hmm. Maybe not quite to the Punisher, but maybe closer to like Daredevil. Which is don't similar. be surprised if we get like the stuff at the front where it just says like here's all the things if you see violence and blah 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 and all the warnings that you might see some blood and things along those lines yeah i just i'm curious all of the families that pay for disney plus if they would not be ready for that because i know so many parents who like oh yeah they'll let their kid watch anything in the mcu because because they know it's like family friendly to some extent um i'm just curious how that's gonna go i have no opposition to it sounds great um yeah, they do a code thing. I know they do that on some forms, or like Netflix has kids only accounts. They might go about it that way. Yeah, I don't think they want to add one of those to Disney, but I suppose they could. Well, we'll see. I mean, we don't really know how brutal it will be, other than he says it's going to, which we obviously want. I think Moon Knight will be much better if yeah. It's I mean, you can do fairly brutal in PG thirteen. I'm thinking of like the end of Casino Royale. It's like a fairly brutal torture scene they get away with because everything's implied, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, they got away with. Wolverine stabbing people with his claws for like seven movies that were all PG-13 because there was no blood, but yep. it was still murdering people. Which can, yeah, I think that's really that's an easy solution. I mean, I know TV doesn't have PG-13 and R. It has right, its, but you know, it's, different it's, set of ratings. But yeah, blood's yeah. an easy one. You could still be brutal and not show blood. I don't think True. showing blood really has done much for me in my viewing enjoyment. So I don't know if I agree because Logan was like prime Wolverine because he was finally allowed to be rated R, but that's just my opinion. I think it's just because it was a well-written movie, but it could I mean, also true. But the brutality of him—it's also a tonally a, it's a western, and to have a western with no blood is kind of weird. Yeah, it worked out. We'll see. We'll see how Moon Knight does, and we'll see how. how oh yeah, hey, this. check out our uh, marvelous depths of Logan coming out uh, next month. Yes, they're great. Uh, we've done the whole trilogy. You should definitely check them out. We love X Men. Uh, we love. Wolverine oh yeah, that's actually most. coming out this Wednesday. Be ready for uh, Marvelous Steps: The Wolverine. Coach and I did a fun deep dive on that movie. I agree. Um, Another news outside of the MCU, but still within the Marvel scope, is uh, Sony's new Craven the Hunter movie. Um, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson's going to be Craven. We've yep. known that for a little bit. And then also now that uh, Russell Crowe is uh, is back in the fold here. Yeah. Which quick, dub- quick double note, dipping, uh, but he's not yeah. technically because Sony's universe is his own universe. Right. We, uh, we put a poll up on our Facebook group to see if you guys want us to start speculating a bit more, keep things going status quo. So please feel free to uh, write in and let us know about that stuff because I definitely want to speculate on that. Yeah, I mean – it's only one that sounds interesting, and at least as long as it's casting news, it's definitely within the realms of non-spoilers. Uh, it's going to be dope. I mean, I don't understand how you're going to do Craven with no Spider-Man, but I well, didn't do understand you, how you do Venom. So my guess, and this is just a complete guess, Russell Crowe is going to be playing his father, which is a big part of Craven's origin story. So they might do a Craven origin movie. Oh, okay, do a Craven origin. That would make sense to me because Russell Crowe is a an older gentleman that's also still super dope and strong and stuff. Well, I know when he. When he beats Spider-Man, kills Spider-Man, essentially, in the comics, yes. he does take over as, like, an anti-hero for a while. Yeah, he um, actually takes Spider-Man's his costume yeah, and wears that. it around and brutalizes people. <laughs> so I think that's interesting. Um, but it doesn't seem like, obviously, they're not going to go that way because they don't have Spider-Man. Yeah. It'd be hard to do. Yeah, you couldn't really do that storyline without Tom Holland. So, Ron, in general, how do you feel about the Sony uh, Marvel movies? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> we've had what? Just, just two that are just in the Sonyverse. 
on their own. Morbius is coming out soon. Yeah, Morbius coming out soon. Um, I watched Venom a few months ago when Venom Two came out in preparation. I hadn't seen it. Then I never watched Venom Two. Um, I thought Venom One was okay. I enjoyed it. I have no desire to watch it again. Um, I've heard Venom Two is kind of similar in that sense. Like it's a fun mess of a movie. See it once and move on. Um. I don't know. I don't really trust Sony a ton just on their own. So I'm not super pumped for Craven the Hunter. I, I would rather like Toby McGuire get a fourth movie and Craven the Hunter's in that. Yeah. yeah. Um. If you guys want to know our opinion on Venom 2, go back and check out the uh, episode we did that was full of spoilers and stuff. But my stance is that movie was another one where it's Carnage is a serial killer. It should have been a rated R movie and it got weirdly regulated to PG-13. So. That's true. That's a one. That Which I didn't think. So. I thought Sony was going to be different than that. They were going to be like, we don't care, like whatever. No, they care even more. It seems like. Yeah, they're yeah, they're a little safer with the guidelines. It's yeah, it's all nonsense. It's fine. They're not the worst superhero movies ever. They're also not the best. They're they're kind of like a modern day X Men franchise. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Where it's like they're not quite as good as the other superhero movies, but they're still good. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, I'll keep watching them, but. I'm kind of over it. Maybe it's because I want everything to connect MCU style, or maybe it's just I like the MCU Yeah, I think tone, they're but... eventually going to bring in Miles Morales. Like, they might do that, or they might go the route of Andrew Garfield Spider-Man getting back in the movies, which seems more likely right now. I mean, I think technically they own the rights to every Spider-Man, correct? Is that how it is? Yes, correct. So Spider-Man... Spider-Man... Oh, yeah, that, that's a fan yeah. thing right now where there's speculation that they're going to do Spider-Man 2099. Right, but yeah, exactly. Like you said, you know, Miles, twenty ninety nine. You go all the different Spider Man versions. I mean, if you don't want to do the traditional Spider Man because he exists inside of the MCU, I think that's smart. Use your other Spider Man. There's so many of them. I will say, I'm starting to get confused on what counts as a universe anymore because we have the MCU, which like also seemingly includes like What If, then we have like the Sony verse, which includes like just all the properties they own. I can barely keep it straight, let alone like the average viewer, probably. So. That is fair. The average viewer does not care about licensing. The amount of times I've had to explain that the X-Men was owned by 20th Century Fox, so they weren't part of the MCU is actually ridiculous. So, <laughs> But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on the same oh, page. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you have to care. And if you have a friend who doesn't understand it, it's not that deep. That's why I was telling people, yeah, I mean, the movie will be good or the movie won't be good. Tell them to check uh, out the Marvel Stuff podcast. Yeah, and that's definitely the solution, really. If you it's want true. everyone to catch up, just have them watch our podcast. Uh, we know all about the good stuff. Well, we don't know all about it. We know enough. Yeah, we know good things. Uh, things that we do know are uh, each other's takes on the Marvel Universe. We know a lot about what each other thinks about things. But we might not know Wait, everything. So There's one more piece of news you skipped off there. I the skipped no news. You skipped Moon Knight and his cool costumes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. We did talk about how Gru is going to be, but we didn't talk about how good he's going to look. Yeah, um, we'll just pull that up on the screen. Good. Well, it's Oscar Isaac. He's going to look great. Even when his face is covered, he looks good. Yeah, if you're watching off, on uh, Facebook, go ahead and check out this uh, still we got pulled up right now. Yeah, you can always pull it up. You just Google it. It's the, uh, the new Empire thing, which they do all the time. They always look stylish, but there's kind of a couple photos in there. The one I like is the one that's up on the screen right now where he's in yes. like an all white suit, white tie, white shirt, white head dress thing with him. It looks great. It does look so, good. 
It's just and so like uh, personally, I like the other one. I think there was the cover of the Empire magazine, which was the more mummy looking thing we talked about in the trailer. So yeah, his more action when he's fighting crime suit. Yeah, man looks good. We got to get Ray on here to uh, talk about costumes mm-hmm. one of these times because they know what's up. But I mean, I it just it just looks so professionally made, which is like what I'm always impressed by these shows. Yeah, um, no. even watching and I don't bash on book of Boba Fett. Uvo Bet looked good, but it still felt like it. Why does it feel like it was a level down of production value? Maybe it's because it's Star Wars and they want it to feel like the old movies, I guess. I, I've only watched the first episode, so I got to catch up. <laughs> it's, it just, yeah, it just it feels like it lacks production value, but I think it might be on purpose, so I'm not going to bash it. But Moon Knight, this costume is a perfect example of like how high level they're going on these shows. Yes. Everything is uh, big time. Okay. Now that Josh ruined my segue. Even I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, but we did want to talk about the costume because it looks good. <laughs> We're just going to hard segue right into it then. Uh, we wanted to play a little bit of a conversation game. I stole it a little bit from uh, the Jimmy Fallon show, but it's not quite the same because there's no way to do it random. So instead what we did is we all have some Marvel takes. They are either true or false. Our goal is hopefully to trick the other two podcasts. So if it's my turn, I'm trying to trick Josh and Ron into either thinking it's true when it's not true or thinking it's false when it's not false. Um, yeah. We'll give each other like five questions each or two minutes of questions. We'll have two minutes to be, To be clear, this isn't us saying things that are true about the cinematic universe. Yeah, it's our, our opinions our, toward them. right? Our takes, yep. Um, you guys just want me to kick it off? Yeah, go for it. I'm done. I'll give give you a couple minutes to try to go. Um, I'll start. I'll start right off with uh, with a good one. Florence, Florence Pugh here. Uh, She is easily overtaken the most attractive person in Marvel. Um, I think it. It was. I never had one before. I also have Elena take for one of mine, so maybe I'll do that one next. But easily the most attractive in the MCU currently. Yeah, I think Elena is, is overtaken for me. That's that's my that's my take. Is she, is she is very attractive. <laughs> now we do need to note that the coach's wife is a brunette, not a blonde. So that is true. Does that go toward his it taste at all? These are good points. I know. That's why I said them. So, we, so that's that's. And now we ask questions. That was. And you can ask yeah. questions to try to to try to see if you can figure out if I'm lying or telling the truth. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my question is, um, did you have this take after just Black Widow or after Hawkeye? Oh, Hawkeye for sure. Um, I I actually was one of the weird people who was down on her after Black Widow. That was I know. Like, I, I don't get it. Me. I don't understand what take. everyone's hype is. Um, but then just seeing her more. Hold on, though. But I, I believe we've talked about this before. Linda Cardellini is also in the MCU, and she's a smoke show. That's fair. So, how do you feel about her in the overall <laughs> rankings? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm think, not sure. I'm not you sure find I her about full ranking, but I would say four, maybe. I think of the three that are are the only three that are worth thinking of to start. She'd probably be the next next person on the list there. Um, it's a common thing among straight cisgendered men who watch Marvel movies. To I was going to say comments. we need we need so next time we, we're going to be doing attractive takes. We got to get some different to, people to, to comment to comment on the attractiveness of the men in the MCU as well. well I'll do that too. That's fine. Whether that's like closets stuff or it's like oh uh, jealousy 
right? Leave that up to other people to decide. Um, is this including men in your rankings too? Like, it is, but like, I've always said that I have literally no idea on earth on what makes a male attractive or not. Attractive. <laughs> I still don't believe that. I, well, have you I seen just, Chris Hemsworth? Other than like you muscles, have your like, I just think like, you know, someone who's fit is attractive. That's my only like take. I don't understand what makes a man's face Well, yeah, but the guys in the MCU, other than like Mark Ruffalo, are like some of the most at least aesthetically looking fit men that exist on the face of the earth right now. I agree with that, but I, I, but okay, other than I got that, a question. I don't have any. Before Florence Pugh, who was your number one? I think it was a there was a couple who were like in that range. I never had one. I never was like who were that. I wasn't huge on ScarJo, but I like I respected how attractive she was. Okay. And then there's Gamora. Respected how attractive she was. What? I know, right? I was like, I get it when people would say, I'm "Like, yeah, I get it." But then there's Gamora. I, I was never into the whole like alien thing, like the Star Trek women. I never found. So I don't know. And then I didn't really have one. I think would be my. I will answer. say I do remember you saying after Black Widow, I was like, "Oh yeah, Florence Pugh so attractive," and you were like, "Eh." So that like fits with what you're saying. Right. I'm just trying to think of like, is that actually still just what you think? That's what I'm trying to right. figure out now. Okay, I think we get one more question between the two of us. And we'll I agree with that. All right. One more question. Ron, what do you want to ask him? One more. Mm. Or if you think you know, you can take your guess now. Do you feel like for you it is more the attractiveness of Florence Pugh or the writing slash acting of the oh, character? It's, it's sure. Florence Pugh. It's been, it's like seeing her on Insta and stuff since then. Like, oh, well, I get it. I get it. It's not necessarily that. I think Elaine is the most straight. Well, probably is, obviously, because it's one of you. But oh, I think I got. I think I might have you. I'm gonna say false, and then I'm gonna tell you who I think your number one is. Wait, I thought okay. I thought I thought you had another question, but no, I, I meant one between the two of us. But I I, I don't need another question. Okay, I, I think okay. I, um, I also Josh is false. I also think it's false. I think um, I think you get it. You get why people are attracted. I don't think your opinion since Black Widow has actually changed. Do you want Do you want to hear my guess before you answer? Do you want your explanation? Sure. Because uh, you like Haley Seinfeld more. You're damn right. That's why. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> did you know it the whole time, or did you not get no, it? No, I put I put two and two together. Eventually, I was like, yeah, well, it would no, be they would be around that, the same time. Yeah, I put Hayley it together. Seinfeld has, has become. I yeah, one's two's fine. It's whatever. Two's cute. Uh, anyway, I right. know we were going off the edge. <laughs> that's fun. Okay. <laughs> um, that's what I thought. Ron's question at the end. Was actually a good one, and I should have, I should have just completely lied. Yeah. About his, my last um, my, All right. I'll do. I'll I'll do you, Elena, one just to keep on on theme here. I'm gonna keep score though. You and Ron yeah. both have one point. I have. Zero. Yep. Okay. No. Good call. Because I'm not going to. Um, Elena is my favorite oh. new MCU character. Define so, new before we start asking. 2021. So out of all the things that came out in 2021, okay. all the shows, all the movies. Post- Yelena was my favorite character. So everything post- that came out post, post- Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yes. Okay. Yep. So including like Black Widow and One Division. One Division on. Your yep. favorite one. Okay. Yes. Favorite one. What did um, you think? Oh yeah, go ahead. Favorite out of the new crop or favorite now total? Favorite out of the new crop. I I think my thing like premiered in 2021 yeah yeah so i'm, I'm thinking it's like not a ton of competition okay better than kate bishop but anyone from shang chi better than the eternals um better than and when you say you say like you don't mean you don't you just think you like 
watching this character on screen. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're saying? I am most looking forward to their overall effect on the MCU going forward from people that premiered in 2021. Okay. I, I kind of see where you're going with then. Okay. Now, what did you think of, of Shang-Chi then? Because I know that we both like the movie a I lot. Know. That's, there's, no, there's no character in there. That's a good question because I would say that Shang-Chi would be my number two. So you can decide if that's true or not. But I'm really looking forward to anything that he does because that movie, even on its second watch, it just reiterated everything I loved about that movie. So that's some super exciting stuff. You, you said you're excited to see her impact on the MCU. Um, let's, for me, when I like a character, I'm not always like thinking through that. Like Shang-Chi, I don't know how he's going to like impact the MCU. What right. kind of things are you hoping like for it. with her character moving forward? So I'm hoping that, uh, one, they develop the relationship with her and Kate Bishop. I think that's going to be a highlight of the MCU for the next three or four years, I would say, because the, their relationship's just, they've got really good chemistry on screen. Um, I always cared for Black Widow, but like her overall character didn't vibe with me as much. I think Elena's a lot more fun, and I enjoy seeing her on screen more than I did ScarJo. Not that ScarJo did a bad job, but I like Elena's positivity and like how... I have a good answer. All right, I feel well. good about my answer. Ron, do you think you need another question? Um, no, I felt confident on my answer right when he said his take. All right, let's see. Well, go, go ahead then. Give your answer first. I think, I think based upon everything I've heard you say in the past, Josh, I think, yeah, I think it's true. Yep. I also think it's true, if only because most of the new characters are dead. Fair point. And yes, it is true. So let's go. Wait, coach, you said most of the new characters are what? Most of the new characters are dead. Like, if someone new got introduced in most of these shows, I feel like they're dead or off. I could have caveated a bit better, but I was like, yeah, it's other than other than like Shang Chi and Kate Bishop. There's not a whole lot of um. Well, I I, I, I even like the Eternals. Like that's that's got mythology. Yeah, but there's no character in the Eternals that's going to stand out as like this is my favorite character. They just like shared the screen. I mean, I have a favorite Eternal, but yeah. Yeah, they just they shared the screen too much. I feel like for that. Yeah, you, didn't, you didn't like the way Loki ended, so I knew it wasn't Sylvie. Um, I do like Sylvie though; she's great. I know, but I felt good that it wasn't Sylvie. So, all right, Ron, let's hear your take. Okay, I have. Um, oh, such a I'm gonna ran, I'm gonna randomize my options. You can tell he's I, saying no already. I can just that I picked. He's gonna pick a lie. Um, and that way, I'm not biased in terms of what you're yeah. picking. What okay. I'm trying to do is I'm trying to head game him into picking a true one right here. Well, that's why I randomize it. So that's not a thing. Okay. Um, that's what he says. Okay. I think um, there should be an Eternal sequel, and it should be um, directed by Chloe um, Zhao. I don't know if I'm saying her name correctly. Oh, the same director as the first Yeah, and I don't know if I mean sequel okay. as a TV show or movie. I don't really care. Um, but I think she should be back to direct that team. In Do some you think – do you think it should be the sequel that it's set up within its own movie in the post credit scene? Do you think it should be that sequel where like they are off to find what's her face who's with the eternal with the big guy? Um yeah, I feel like I thought the last five minutes was like the most interesting part of that movie. Sequel. It was a lot of setup and then we got to interesting stuff and then it and then it ended. Who do you think oh. should be the uh the head of this the movie? lead? The lead? Yeah. yeah, like I mean, they're all the lead. I mean, she's already it, she's already captured, so she can't really. She, she, she still could be. I don't know. I don't know if she should be the lead. Um, 
What was her character's name? I'm trying to remember. I know every other Eternal. I know it's Gemma Chan because she's in more than one role. No, I think. So when I say this, I just mean that like I think the flaws of that movie were not um, that director's flaws. Um, I think it was there was issues instead. Um, And I think that even though it got a forty something or whatever on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it shall maybe not be blamed on the director, and then I'm curious to see what the doesn't deserve a forty anyway. Yeah. yeah um, so I don't. Um, I don't know in terms of who the lead should be. Um, Here's the thing: Ron's such a good liar. That's the thing. I believe that he likes Eternals, but it doesn't mean I actually believe he thinks there should be a sequel. Because I what actually tier, out of three tiers of Marvel overall, where would you put Eternals, the first one? Um. It's hard to say because I've only seen it one time. Hmm. On Disney Plus for all our listeners, if you want to watch it again. No, I know, I know, I know. Um, I think I still probably put it. I think I put it right at the top end of my bottom tier. Okay, I mean that's a fair rating, but does that equal him thinking that the same director should come back? I don't, I don't that's not the issue at all. I think the issue the, is definitely if he wants the sequel or not. In general. Well, this director is Academy Award winning. It's not yeah. like she doesn't know what she's doing. And I think that if she give it another chance, she would. What did she win an Academy Award for, Ron? Uh, no, 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 I was no, just okay. going to say it, but no. you asked him, not me. I don't know. I was, so I was she's trying to see for, if actually, She's known for very good cinematography. Should I say more about why I like her directing? That's, that's kind of what I was getting. I was going to see if you really did know what was going on, or you just knew the name. Um... No, that's fine. I, I I got my answer. You you know. That's all I really need to know. That you really she likes know. cinematography. Yeah, I like her cinematography. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I got. I you you're just lying through your stupid glasses. I think that's what. So it is. you say false. I'll say true because this is the first time that we. I have lied. Been, I think uh, it's true. The same. All right. Well, then I'll go false. Are you sure? Because I actually I legitimately think it's true. I suppose okay. It's true. Fine. I'll stick with true. I'll stick with true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, thank thank you guys. Good thing. I- it's true. I was trying to figure out how to like lie. I didn't think through the whole like mind game of how do I like make it seem like I don't think this or not. Yeah, oh, that was okay. So we're all at two actually because no one's gotten anybody on any stumps. We've all gotten I, know. I think I might be able to stump you on this one. Um, you almost got us with the attractive one, but then I remembered how much you like Haley St- Steinfeld, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the answer. Um, this, I think I think I might have a shot at this one. Okay. I think Endgame was the biggest mistake that Marvel has made. Just releasing the mistake. movie in general is the biggest mistake they made. I don't know how you could have that take. <laughs> think about that. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you exactly. This is exactly why it was a mistake. What? Because it's over. The MCU, in, in its effectiveness of what we love, it wasn't for Spider-Man bringing back all three Spider-Man. There would have been no hype around Spider-Man any marvel for the last two years because all the theorizing all the, like what's going to happen how they're going to take down thanos that was the peak of marvel they should have just ran with it they should have just ended infinity war and then just done six years of movies that all took place during the blip and fast forward and back forward and they all had little itty bitty tie-ins to how they were going to save everybody on earth and thanos they should have they should have just kept going okay okay i vote false i don't so, know I know that you have said in the past that you don't love the first hour of that movie. This is a separate conversation. Um, and I know I've heard you say before that you think that's peak MCU. We're never going to get as much excitement. We do talk about we, that on this podcast quite a bit. Yeah. How yeah. It was peak, but then Spider-Man. But, but my question is, 
you know, I think, so I think right, right. Like, I guess my question is what's your fear? What is your fear that's going to happen now with the MCU? Now that Endgame is done. My fear is that it'll never create the sort of energy on the internet that existed back when everything was rolling and there was just people on podcasts all day, every day talking about these things. My, my and... point, I think this was true until Spider-Man came out. I think you changed, I think you had this opinion and now it has changed because they have Spider-Man to look forward to now. So um, excellent counterpoint that I actually hadn't considered. Um, also, have I? I'm, I'm curious because um, like six years of movies and then in game, same thing still happens. They're just delaying it. So do you think like, is this your take from a storytelling standpoint or a like money-making standpoint? A money-making standpoint. I think as a business decision, they should have just continued to dangle the carrot yes. of hope in front so of So you me. don't think the fact that they released Disney Plus right after Endgame came out and then started popping out Marvel shows, and that's half the reason a lot of people got Disney Plus, you don't think that like changes this at all? I think you could have done it anyway. Like you could have done this exactly. You could have done all the shows exactly where they were. They could have took place during the blip, after the blip. Yeah, I'm with Josh. I think, people I think away. there's a piece of you that likes, that agrees with this, but I'm, I'm thumbs down. I think you don't actually yeah, entirely think this as much as you're pretending you do. Josh, you think it's a lie as well? Yeah, I still think it's false, yes. I actually believe this to be true. I've been thinking about this for weeks. <laughs> I've thought about this for so long. I Because it's just the right answer. We no, we were never going to be satisfied, and we're never going to be as hyped as we were. You could have, at least five or six years, you could have dangled the carrot of hope in front of people and just kept churning out billions of dollars. And it would have just been so easy. Like, people would have kept coming. We would have kept just any movie. We would have won WandaVision show. And like, how are the X-Men going to join in? And then how are they going to take down Thanos? You could have done it forever. Really yeah, I think that once you get, if you can ever get an Avengers vs. X-Men movie after years of building up like they these new will. teams, like 10 years from now, that's, I think that's going to blow our minds. That's, well, they've done that's it in the fair. comics I think like that's, three times in the last To me, that's years. the only, that's the only other solution. If you could find a way to turn the X-Men against the Avengers in some sort of meaningful way, you could rebuild up. But there's nothing that's being built up right now that I think is. Well, yeah, we're in like thing, phase one. We're in phase one of the new saga. Well, but I don't agree with your take, but. Slow burn. Real, I, slow, I, real slow burn. But, it. Real slow burn. It. But I do agree that both of you made points that make me think about my take now. The X Men one and Spider Man being its own franchise that can create a hype on its own. I don't know if it will now that unless they're bringing people back. I don't know. All right, that's my take. I do believe it. Unfortunately, right. neither of you guys got it. I got um, one. So that puts me at six points for the record. He's all at four. I'll eat it. Out of. <laughs> All of the confirmed characters that are in, like, going to be in the future of the MCU, I am most looking forward to Blade. Most Most looking forward to Blade. Out of confirmed people. Did you watch the previous trilogy, all three movies? Yeah, multiple times. Multiple times, times. he says. Why? I even watched the, like, first season of that weird show that they came out with. I didn't care for that, but I still watched it. Why are you Why? Most for Blade? Because it's going to explore a whole different section of the Marvel Universe that hasn't been touched at all. Um, I, and Cody's known me my whole life. I've always been into the dark emo stuff, so the fact that they're fully embracing that stuff within the MCU really makes me look forward to like what they're going to do with the Blade character. I'd even be okay if they brought back like Wesley Snipes for a cameo. I don't see that happening, but I'd be pretty <laughs> pumped about it. 
but like just his overall powers, the vampire hunting franchise, we haven't seen a movie in that universe in quite a while. So I am, um, yeah, I'm done defending. You're considering X Men having not been confirmed, correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's a it great question. Been, that would have been Wolverine for sure. That's a He's that's a great question, Coach. I'm trying to think of who else is coming down the shoot that we haven't really seen yet. That because I think what Josh is saying is true. I think he is pumped for Blade. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else he's actually more pumped for that's coming down the shoot though. Yeah, that's I can't think of anyone. I mean, I know Moon Knight's going to be great, but I think there's no one who has the legacy, you know, that's worth being hyped. Josh is Josh is the kind of I you know what I'll say my answer right now. I believe it's true because I think you're the kind of person. Who like who does love the hype build up things of legacy? Yeah. So the fact I have that you've grown up. One final question. Do you think that this tone that you're looking for, the MCU, is going to be able to actually do in a movie? Yeah, I don't see why not. I think they're they're like they haven't done it yet, but the fact that they also have Deadpool coming and like he's got the rated R oh. thing coming up. So, sorry, I forgot. Are you are you including Deadpool in this calculus, or is that I, I would include Deadpool. I'm not saying that I'm more looking forward to Deadpool, but sure, you can include him in my thought process. If oh, you want see, to. You're saying that you're more looking forward to Blade than to Deadpool. Correct. I don't know if I believe that. I don't I, believe that. I'm gonna I say no. Have, you're looking forward to Deadpool more. That's what I'm gonna say. I wouldn't have counted Deadpool though. Like he's saying he does. I mean, I guess Deadpool. he he's not confirmed. Gonna, confirmed I, right? I don't know. Let's let's make a distinction right now. Is is Deadpool confirmed? Because I didn't even consider him in my... Yes. Oh, you didn't consider him? Oh, okay. I didn't consider him when I wrote this down. Okay, yes. if you didn't consider him, then I think it's true. Yeah, you are more fun for Blade. We'll, we'll say you're not considering him, so I will then say it's I will say it's true yeah. as well. Then. Yeah, I'll say it's true. Okay. It is false. Ah. I am really looking forward to Blade, but the person I am most looking forward to the future in the MCU is Daredevil. I, that the same idea behind Coach's legacy uh, thing and the legacy buildup. We thought so hard about Deadpool, and Daredevil is the exact same answer. He, he I wasn't thinking Deadpool because they or Daredevil because they've already introduced him briefly. He, no, not true. Matt Murdock was in one quick scene. I but guess he had yeah. the powers. He caught the brick. Yeah. It's not Daredevil hasn't been in it yet. I want to see the costume. I want to see him kicking around. Okay, I think we need to have a good long combo about does this does the costume make the superhero or not? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a fair point. Well, I give you that one, but I feel like that was uh, I did caveat most looking forward to a character. I didn't necessarily say a character that hasn't premiered yet. I never made that. (sighs) That's fair. Should ask better questions because my thought of Daredevil would have been like, no, it was our fault for not. I worded it in a way that made it Dang seem it. like I was only talking about people that haven't premiered yet, but that's right. not necessarily six, what I was Six, six, Ron, you've only got four points, so you can stump both You got to stump us on this one. Yeah. Okay. What did my randometer said? Yeah, randometer. Okay. I will say that Blade is uh, would still be my number two over Deadpool. Yeah, I, I believe that. Right. Now. I believe that. I believe, um, I believe Deadpool will be third in that positioning. Okay, I'm sorry. I had a bunch of takes. Um, this is the one I'm doing, though. Okay, I think that um, this is similar to the argument that Cody made, but I think it is very different. Um, I think the MCU will dip in quality, not quality. Will dip dip in um, excitement, buzz over time, um, due to the amount of characters. It's an interesting reason. You think it's going to be watered down. 
MCU. What do you mean by water? You what do you mean by water? think the MCU yeah. like will be because there's too many characters, there's too much stuff going on. The excitement can't will just be too watered down to like you can't be excited about Spider-Man as much because his movie's six years from now and there's 17 other projects before him. Is that kind of what you're saying? Uh, not that too it's going to get watered down um, because I think the next Spider-Man movie people would be excited for probably no matter what. I think... Um, he's pretending I think to think about it because he knows he's lying about this, his whole take. Is what it it's it's going to get... I think it's going to get confusing with... Um, all of the MCU shows and the movies and the different teams um, in ways that uh, I think the average viewer, like we're different, but the average viewer um, is going to be like, ah, okay. I think he agrees with his own take, but not the reasoning behind it. Oh, so you think it's a, it's a, I think it's a different reason that he thinks he, it's going to be losing. He, he, it. You think he agrees with the tape. Okay. Interesting. Ron, could you just explain to us why the excitement is where it's at now and why it would change later? I mean, there's a lot of characters now. There's lots going on. You all are just excited. Yeah, I think um, most of the characters now we've had have been well-established. Um, we have newer characters coming up, which um, I think in the movies people have gone been willing to see, but I think um, I don't know if it's going to carry over to all of the new characters in TV shows. Okay, I feel good about what my guess is. Josh, do you have any more questions you need to ask? Because I think I know. No, I think. What's your guess then? I think he's lying. I think it's false. All right, and also everybody listening, make sure you play along. See if you see if you get more points than us. Well, that's that's the thing is like the audience doesn't have the personal relationships as much, but me and Cody have been on camera with you guys. Sometimes that makes it harder. And I think Ron's a good liar. Um, but what I do think is I think. He actually is using a randomizer like an idiot <laughs> instead of just picking out the one that he think could beat us. So I think this is a true take. Ron, I think this is true. What's your answer? Um, this is a true take. Let's go. Coach got him. Coach got him. All right. Um, I didn't give all my I didn't give all my reasons why I think this. Um I think the MCU That's what is, I, I think you had a different reason, but I I know I, I think I agree with everything I just said. Um I think uh I mean I remember my I have friends who watched Endgame that hadn't seen all the movies were like, wait, who's Ant-Man? Um, yep. We're going to get a new Black Panther. Um, the thing. biggest relationship we had the MCU at the moment in terms of people being connected that were well-established characters was Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. For the moment, that's out the window. Um, I feel like we're going to have... Doctor Strange I mean, Endgame, Endgame already had the problem. Endgame already had the problem of when they had the Soul Stone, they were like, crap. Who can we put in this situation to make it work dramatically? They only had two characters they could choose from, Black Widow and Hawkeye. And if one of them hadn't been around, they would have they would have been stuck because there's just not enough establishment between Avengers characters. And now that we're just adding more and more characters, I think um, I think we're gonna I think the average gonna get confused and not be able to follow everything going on. All right, yeah, that's fine. I, mean, I agree with the tape. I just think it is. I think it doesn't matter. At some at some point, the niche is so large that even if the outside things burn away. I just know people have said the MCU can't go the way it's going forever. People usually mean that in quality. I think you could theoretically keep the quality of something up forever, but it doesn't mean that the average person is going to be able to follow it. At some point, that's what makes comic books confusing. Is there's like so many crossovers in comic books that like a reader picks it up and they're like, ah. Fair enough. All right. Um, 
Well, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I feel good All about right. this one. Here's All right. My next take here, uh, a Marvel-related take, is that I like Star Wars better. This is Marvel Stuff Podcast ho- host here. Love Hotin. Man, just think Star Wars is better. I'm more excited about it. I think, in general, I like watching Star Wars media better than I like watching Marvel. Is this? Well, he's a big fan of Mando and yeah. a big fan of Boba Fett, and I know him and I are both looking forward to Kenobi, which it encompasses all all media. I think I would say. So How many of the Star Wars books and comics have you read, Coach? Not that many, if any. Just a couple. What have you read? I read the Leia one. What's that one called? Um, Bloodline or Leia: Princess of Alderaan? The Bloodline, the new one, the one that's connected to canon. Yeah, they're both of those. She has several no, books. No, I've only ever read the one. And then by that, I mean audiobook. Is it the one where she's like, um, it's like six years before Force Awakens and she's it like. She talks about how she's, her kid's going to be, a, you know, and they're scared. The, the people who are scared that her kid is going to grow up to be evil force user. And she's got to deal with it while she's princess and stuff. Yeah, it's I don't lean that far into Star Wars. So I love I don't I, even know I, what book you're actually talking about. I think you're just I, talking out of your ass right now. It's definitely bloodline. I feel it is a bloodline. Okay. That's like what I'll is take you at your word because I am not that deep into it's uh, all the Star politics and she's becoming princesses in, in well, Yeah, it doesn't actually years. matter. This part of the conversation's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> I, I trying to catch him, Josh. It's trying to catch him. Overall, you're saying that like you are a bigger fan of the Star Wars franchise as a whole more than the MCU right now? As a whole, yep. Coach, what is your take on Rise of Skywalker? The newest one is the worst movie they made that's not Attack of the Clones. What are your have take you on disliked, Hold on, hold on. Have you had have you disliked any Marvel movie less than that movie? You mean more or more? Excuse me. Yeah, I meant to say like less or different. No, yeah. Um, I think Thor two is a worse movie, maybe, but I not. I've never disliked anything less than I disliked Rise of Skywalker. I think it was a travesty of all proportions. Okay, again, here's here's a question. Considering your other take that you gave us, are you a bigger fan of everything that's happened so far in Star Wars versus Marvel, or are you more excited to see where Star Wars is going in the future than Marvel, or both? The, well, no, the, the first one. The, I've more said about what has happened less so. Okay. Than, I got my answer. Two things. One, are you including video game franchises? I am I'm including everything. Oh, dang it. Yeah, dang it. Oh, yep. Okay. Now, what is your favorite Star Wars game? Force Unleashed 2, probably. I was going to say Force Unleashed is pretty. Uh, what do you think of? No, Jedi Fallen Order actually is probably okay. I know that I know he loves Fallen Order. The one with Cameron, yeah. I know he loves Fallen Order. Um, how many of the Marvel games have you played? Uh, well, Strike Force. (laughs) Um, I played some of the old school ones. I played um, Ultimate Alliance, Spider Man. I played. I've only played the second Ultimate. Oh, the first one. You Um, are a big fan of the Spider Man games, though. Are you including Spider Man in the Marvel franchise, or is that yes? Yes. Okay, but he games, consistently uh, says Spider-Man is his favorite. Like the game is like one of his favorite Marvel things ever. So, got to keep that. I, I still got. I got my answer. I'll let you go first, Ron, and I'm going to base mine off of yours. <laughs> I, I think. Um, I think you I were think not. I, the I think you were not a bigger Star Wars fan than Marvel. 
Dang it, that's what I was gonna say, but I also want one of us to be right. <laughs> nah, no, it's false. I'm gonna, I'm gonna also say false. You guys are so wrong. I so wait, no, no way, there's no way. Here's how I justify it. I will what? say no. that the quality of Marvel, I will say, is objectively better. But I just feel legacy more of Star connected Wars. to Star Wars in every way. Like every cool character in Star Wars is cool to me. Like when I think of Iron Man, I'm just like, oh yeah, fine. His movies are good, they're clever, but I don't care about Iron Man in any way. I like deeply care about Kenobi. I am literally I the like exact opposite. Except I do love Kenobi. Why are you on the Marvel stuff podcast? Because I love it. And I think it's a very good movies. I think everything is like it's worth talking about. I think Shang Chi is the only reason I even hesitate to say that I like Star Wars better. What about the Spider-Man game that you're obsessed with? Love it. It's probably slightly better than Jedi <sighs> Fallen Order. But I just, like I said, like the idea of Star Wars, everything this about This is so weird, Star Coach, because we are opposites. Because I feel like you run a Marvel podcast, you're a bigger fan of Star Wars. I will go out of my way to read Star Wars books and comic books. I've read like 60, 70 novels and I'm, but I'm a bigger Marvel fan. <laughs> yeah, and I and I'll and I'll say, like I said, like I actually think in general the Marvel movies are better movies. I think in general, but I just, I just like Star Wars better. I, I like don't Star know. Wars I think I I am now the favorite Marvel stuff host because I would never betray my franchise. I love Marvel. <laughs> Except I always say I like DC more, so I guess that's fair. <laughs> you know, Coach is just a, a a Disney fan. I think in general. Um, I'm gonna let you guys choose just based on topic. I have three. So do you three. guys want to hear I the third topic? Nope. <laughs> you guys want to hear an Avengers take? Oh a Wanda good. take or an X-Men take? Wanda. Uh, yeah, I do want to I do want to hear your Wanda take. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Wanda's villain arc is finished. Do you think she's going to continue to be a villain? I think that she still has uh, some things to go. There, I don't think that she has places to go as far as villains are concerned. Concerned. Wait, sorry. You do or don't think that she's going to? I don't. I don't think. I think she's going to continue being a villain. Okay. Have you seen the trailer to Multiverse of Madness? Yes, I've seen the trailer. We can even exclude Multiverse if you want to. It just seems like she's so obviously not the villain in that. Trailer. I know, I know. Um, I don't so think do you, she's done being a villain. I think. Josh, she's do you think she's going to be the villain in that by the end, or do you think that that's setting up an even bigger villainous arc for her down the road? The second one. I think that she will be more of a hero in Multiverse of Madness than a villain, but I don't think that her time as a villain is complete after Multiverse. Okay. Well, after do, you her, do you think her future villainous nature will be similar to what it was in Wild Division, where she is? having some kind of choice in the matter and just handling her trauma very poorly? Or do you think it's going to be more like, I believe it wasn't some of the X-Men comics where she just literally goes like insane. And I'll lean more towards B. I think that she's still going to mentally be there and she'll kind of question her decisions very similar to how she did in WandaVision. But I think that's going to deteriorate over the future of this franchise. I think she's such a darling character in everybody's eyes that uh, her continuing down the uh the bad path is what's gonna happen do you think you're not saying this is more interesting you're saying you, this is what you think is gonna happen yes i mean i mean i don't know i could i can't i can't debate which one would be more interesting because i don't know what they would do with each but i i think they're gonna continue like her villain journey yeah. is not finished it's do not you think they could pull that off 
I asked this simply because I know I saw an article recently that said that they were going to change like Agent Carter, the, the young Agent Carter's arc from like her being the villain in Captain America 4, um, which that's because of the quality of her arc so far, not I think because of her being a villain. I just know that it's harder for movies to show somebody's villainous downfall when you're like already rooting for them than it is when you already know they're going to be a villain. Yes. And I, I think that they're going with that thought process and they're completely ignoring it. I believe that they're flipping it on its head. They, they're throwing a red herring out that she's redeeming herself and it's just going to get worse. That's how I feel. What's your reasoning? Why do you think she's going to be, well, what is, what does she have to be a villain for? Is it just to get her kids back? You think it's just uh, a mix of the kids? Uh, a very, very much the reason that she was, she had even a slight villainous arc within one division, but I think to the um- umpteenth level that it's just going to keep going up, especially with the Scarlet Witch magic. Like, I think that's going to corrupt her in some way or another and get a little power hungry. And I don't think the audience is going to like it. I will say that, but I, d- I don't think it's finished. So, I, I see the trajectory that you're saying. I'm just curious why you think why you think they're choosing that over her being more redeemed and not becoming a hero that has a darker past. Why do I think it? Because of her established comic book history is how I feel about it. But it is, I mean, that's a worthy point because, you know, there's the mm-hmm. actress that's so beloved. Yeah. But I think because it's based on the origin material of comics... And they need something to mix things up. They they already had a villain arc with Scarlet Witch. Twice. So I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. They had her in Age of Ultron and in WandaVision. So you think they're going to do it a third time? Is she redeemed yes. after that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm saying that her villain arc is not concluded. I don't know if she's going to remain a villain for the rest of time or if she's going to have a turn eventually. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that. But I will say that her villain arc is not finished. Okay. Do you guys have anything to do with the X Men? Sure. I mean, that wasn't my main thought process, but yeah. I mean, that's that's also a good point that if they bring in X Men stuff, then that could very well. Okay. This is hard, Josh, because you're saying a take that I agree with, but I'm trying to figure out if you agree with it. Exactly. Well, I feel good about my guess now. Um, I think you're lying. I think is what I'm going to say. I think you're lying. Okay. Ron, what you think? Um, I'm already in the hole. And given that I'm not sure what Josh is thinking, I'm going to say, I think you're telling the truth. Ron is correct. I am telling the truth. I am telling the truth. I do not think that she is done being a villain, especially after Multiverse of Madness. I think they are going to keep going into the villainous arc. And like I said, like exactly what I've been saying this whole time, that was my honest take. I think that she's... uh, gonna maybe be corrupted or something along those lines i don't think she's done playing the villain in the mcu i agree with that I nine to seven to six be. for the record um but I'd say nine seven to six nine for me seven for josh six for ron gotcha. i believe this is four ron might have seven but i think he has six um okay, tell us below here. if you're listening ron the only thing you can win is if you uh stump both of us you can at least pass josh and take second okay uh let's see what the next one came up as I feel like we need to do this again, first of all. Because I guess we, we got to get more hosts on it, too. We got to see. Pick, pick one out, Ron, that you think you can stump us with. Okay. I think that it ultimately does not matter 
if the writers slash producers of the MCU um, come up with consistent rules around the multiverse and time travel. So you don't think the rules around multiverse and time travel matter is what you're saying? I don't believe that you think that. I really don't. I know that I think that. I, I think also it doesn't think matter. But there's right I, I think it, like they, there's a faint, like, maybe we'll try and make it sense, but I don't think but so. But Ron's think... such a rules person, though. If you know Ron... That's true. He does like rules. He's a rules person. He cares about... He was just whining earlier about... But he's putting himself in the writer's he... shoes, not his shoes. Well, he's saying that he, as an audience member, doesn't care about the rules of time travel, right? That's what Is that saying. what you're saying, Ron? Or are you saying the writers don't care? So I'm saying that... I think it would be I think it'd be great if they could find a way to do it. Like I'm not like opposed to that, right? But I think um from an individual movie and show standpoint, it doesn't matter when you're watching it. So in Star Trek as an audience member. Yeah. And Star Trek, they don't follow the rules of time travel, alternate universes, et cetera, consistently. They'll acknowledge it. Like in the episode, they'll acknowledge but like, oh, this is different, blah, 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 with some kind of weird hand waving stuff that makes literally zero sense. But as an audience member, as long as within that episode that you're watching, the rules make sense, you're bought in, you can follow the narrative, you can follow the plot. Okay. So again... And that's enough. And we all know that I agree with this, as my borderline catchphrase is that time travel can't exist, so it can't make sense, no matter how you do it. But does Ron think the entire MCU should just have different rules for time travel whenever they want? I don't believe you do. I don't even have to have a question. I feel that convinced... You are lying. You do think the MCU needs to establish an official set of rules for the time travel in the multiverse. Josh, you can keep asking, try to figure it out, but I feel so. You're awful. you're saying false. That's what you're saying. I think he's flat out lying. He thinks there needs. You to think be he's lying right now? Yep. I am going to say he's telling I, the truth, just because he is a big Star Trek nerd, and he just explained himself in that scenario. I think he hates it in Star Trek too. That's that's fair. He might hate it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my answer. Ron, you're a liar. I think he's telling the truth. Take it, coach. I am lying. <laughs> I knew it. I actually hate it in Star Trek. <laughs> I, I will say this. That, but it just felt like something you I will hate. say this. It actually pisses me off at Star Trek more than the MCU because Star Trek has been around for like 50, 60 years. Um, I, do, I do think that as you watch each movie, it doesn't matter, right? So like in Spider-Man, when they go oh, it's bringing back everybody that knew him as Spider-Man. And there's all these questions we have. Like, those don't always matter. Um, I do think it's going to get weird when we're going to probably not be able to definitively answer the question, um, who broke the multiverse? You know, like, I feel like we're not going to be able to answer that. Um, We already can't answer that because they've listed three explanations. Yeah, so (laughs) this is why I texted you and said, I feel like I've already given so many of my hot takes because literally, like, everything I was thinking of, I was like... Feel like i've already talked about this any opinion i thought of that was either true I, or not true. honestly i don't remember i wasn't sure if you ever had or hadn't brought that up i just was basing it off my understanding of your personality um, yeah that's you fair. do like rules and coach almost convinced me to vote the same way but i did not i like rules in some things more than more than others i realized watching the matrix trilogy again that i care about the rules in that less than i used to um yeah. but in um in marvel when they have all these people whose job it is to think of such things then I care about it more. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this more, we'll save it for next episode. Yeah, I absolutely. This more, is a I ton of fun. Yeah. There's plenty of takes. Maybe we'll be careful not to give them on the market. I will have more I will have more time to think of some takes. Win. Yeah, this is super fun. Hopefully you guys agreed. Hopefully you had fun. Again, this is the kind of thing 
even when you're not listening to podcasts, you can have these conversations with your friends and family to continue just uh, having Marvel fun. If you need to show them an example, show them this podcast. Um, that was a ton of fun. Josh, anything you need to say before we go? Um, check out the Radioactive Paper Cuts podcast. I've been doing Ron, fun stuff there over there. we should ignore when you say? I still don't have a podcast. If I do, you probably shouldn't listen to it. Well, nah, you'll be on mine eventually, nah. so that'll help. I will. Eventually, yes. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I love it. Well, I hope you guys have a ton of fun. Hope the Super Bowl goes well. Um, no Rams. boy here has too much money on the Rams, so let's hope that goes uh, well there. And uh, until next week, though, just try not to have too much fun without us, all right? Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Marvel Stuff Podcast. If you want to hear more from me, Josh Kennedy from Facebook, I have an additional podcast called Radioactive Paper Cuts, where I interview friends, family, and other content creators. We've been covering nerd TV shows as well, so if you want to see some stuff on The Witcher or right now, Peacemaker, go check it out.